Welcome to another podcast right here on Slam Time. I'm your host, Kramer Sandstone, here with the next 20 to 30 minutes. Depends on how long we go for the show. But we have some things to go over, some things that I want to go over, uh, such as in WWE. We have New Japan stuff today and also All Elite Wrestling, of course, as always, trying to get into all that and independent wrestling. We're going to talk a little bit about that and what we're going to go going forward with some independent wrestling talk. But let's start off with the wild card rule in WWE before we get to our stomping grounds uh, review and preview of the match card. So the wild wild card rule right now in WWE, I guess you can have three to five people from Raw that can go to SmackDown and vice versa from SmackDown people would go to Raw, which that somewhat makes sense. Or are they trying to do away with with the entire uh, branding of SmackDown and Raw. Of course, I was so happy, very happy when the when the draft actually happened. So I was like, okay, they're going to bring back some belts back, which they did. They brought back tag team belts for both sides of Raw and SmackDown. Then they also had a mid-card and they had the upper tier, which were the belts of uh, the Universal title just sucks. I don't like it. Don't like the look. It looks just like the WWE title, except it's a, a red belt instead of a black belt. Which that can also right there can go, hey, if this is karate, I have the black belt, I'm the master, I'm the ruler, and all of that and all the fun stuff that goes along with it. But it's starting to get out of hand or with the same people every single week that are the same wild card. Like Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are always together, which Sami Zayn is on Raw, Kevin Owens is on SmackDown. Then you also have... The revival always with Shane McMahon, even with Drew McIntyre. He's a he's a raw guy, but he's a Shane McMahon guy, and that's the thing. I feel like Shane McMahon is the person that is trying to incorporate. Okay, here's what we're gonna have this week. This is what we're gonna have next week, and that's just I. It's just not gonna work out and fly because it's just very annoying seeing the exact same people every single week. Let's uh, let's see a guy like I don't know. I know Elias comes over, but even with a twenty four seven rule, you see a lot of. Say our truth is the champion, which he's not right now. He actually the person who's the champion is Drake Maverick, and Drake Maverick is actually getting married over the over on this Thursday. This will probably go out tomorrow, but he's getting married on Thursday the twentieth, and he has two guys in his and like as his uh, groomsmen. One of them's EC3, and the other one is Braun Strowman. And I was looking on Twitter, and he's holding the 24-7 title, like in the, in the grooms uh, and all that uh, type of uh, that picture. And I also read some comments on uh, Twitter where, like, uh, guys, like, I hope uh, EC3 rolls him up uh, during, like, the, the, the dance, at the, the grooms dance, which that'd be kind of funny. That's something that WWE should actually have on their stuff. I feel like the, the 24-7 card, uh, 24-7, excuse me, title, that belt is helping out a lot. It's bringing out a lot of guys is I don't know, their charisma, their creativeness. Like with our truth, that's helped him out a lot, I feel like. That's just that's just in my opinion though. Um let me I want to know what you guys think about it. But the wild card rule right now just doesn't make sense to me. I don't like it. Just get rid of the the branding. I know it's bad to say, but just get rid of it. I I know that they moved a few guys to SmackDown because of the Fox deal, and I can see why the Fox deal for WWE is giving that more more guys from Raw to SmackDown, such as Andrade 
which Andrade Cien Almas, I'm going to go his full name because that's uh, his full name it just rolls around the tongue really well. But Andrade was drafted to, not drafted, was moved to Raw in the Superstar Shakeup, but then put on SmackDown because Fox was thinking that they need a, a Latino guy, which he's a very good Latino wrestler, probably one of the best in the world of the, the Latin descent. And it's just, I don't know. It just, I don't like it. Now, uh, going, still sticking in with WWE and the match card that is stomping ground as we're going to go, uh, just not in order, but we're just going to go and what the, the matches that we've known so far, they might add something, who knows, a 24-7 title probably going to be on the line at some point because it's WWE, they're going to bring them out to try to bring in some filler in there. But we have the Raw Women's Championship, Becky Lynch versus Lacey Evans, which this match has not really... Not, not the match, but this hasn't really had a very good build at all. It's being very lackluster. I don't think WWE know, knows what to do with Becky Lynch right now. And Lacey Evans is a good heel, but it's just not a very good act and not a very good gimmick by her. Uh, if I'm going to do my prediction pick on this, if they take the belt off Becky Lynch, they're very, very stupid. That's something that WWE might do to try to push Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans is not a main event caliber person unless they keep shoving it down our throats like what they did with Jinder Mahal a couple years ago which I enjoyed I'm gonna get a little heat on that but I enjoy Jinder Mahal's his run as the WWE champion that's just in my opinion in my opinion alone but Becky Lynch versus Lacey Evans I got Becky Lynch on that one uh, another match is the WWE championship with Kofi Kingston versus Dolph Ziggler this is another match that the feud has been there the feud has should have been done by what was the the Saudi Arabia show? Uh, the I can't remember what the show's even called. But they had that match there. Kofi Kingston won, but there was a, a little interference by uh, by uh, why am I drawing a blank on it? Xavier Woods coming in and hitting uh, hitting Dolph Ziggler after Dolph Ziggler hit him and knocked him to the ground and stuff. So that makes sense. But they take the belt off Kofi Kingston and Dolph and they make Dolph Ziggler champion. So stupid. Bonehead move by WWE. Something they should not do. It's something that they might do. Yeah, it's just it's very annoying, but I I I expect Kofi Kingston to walk in there and walk out as champion. Now moving on to the next one, we have Samoa Joe versus Ricochet for the United States Championship. Uh, there's no reason for Samoa Joe to lose this match to a small guy like Ricochet, but they had that botched roll up uh, with Rey Mysterio as uh, Samoa Joe's arms were not on the mat, and I think that was the last pay per view. It was Money in the Bank. So, I mean, we could see something like that happen again and put Ricochet on the belt, just have Samoa Joe's transition championship. Samoa Joe should fight Kofi Kingston for, or even go for the Universal title for Seth Rollins. He does not need to be a mid-card champion. That's what the United States Championship is, a mid-card title. And Samoa Joe is not a mid-carder. But I'm, you know, I'm going with Ricochet on this one. as I feel like that's what WWE was going to do. They want to put the smaller guy in there to hopefully move a Joe away or have that be Joe's next... Uh, next target to attack and uh, have like a, a new person to uh, attack because they always like that that bigger guy taking down the smaller guy that's more athletic that's just something that runs in WWE I can remember like what, probably 10 years ago they had the same exact thing with Mike Knox and Rey Mysterio Mike Knox huge Rey Mysterio of course small but it's just like another one of those oh he's big he's going to destroy the little guy and then the little guy's going to overcome kind of like what they were trying to do with Mustafa Ali now we have the SmackDown Women's Championship Championship match with Bailey versus Raw Women Alexa Bliss. So Alexa Bliss is another person that goes back and forth. It's not a bad feud. 
that's that's something that is interesting. As Alexa Bliss recently said something about Bailey, about her being stuck up or something like that. But it's a good match. I I can see Alexa Bliss winning, but I feel like they're going to leave the title on Bailey because the demographic and bringing in a younger audience towards females and um, little girls coming in and watching it, and they see Bailey. Bailey's, I mean, she's the hugger for a reason. So I'm going to go Bailey on this one. Uh, we had the Universal Championship match between Seth Rollins and Baron Corbin. There's a special guest referee in this match as well. I don't see Seth Rollins losing. It's Baron Corbin. I know I, I went to, I think it's fun to say that we both graduated from the same college, but it's from the same years, which uh, as Baron Corbin and I are alums from Northwest Missouri State University, but sorry, Baron, yeah, I don't have you winning this one. I have Seth Rollins on there. SmackDown Tag Team Championship as we have Daniel Bryan and Rowan versus Heavy Machinery. It'd be nice to see Heavy Machinery as a champion, as the champions uh, for the tag team stuff, as if they're going to do away with the branding and stuff. But Daniel Bryan is a main eventer. I like how he's doing this Planets champion. I like it, but I, I see Heavy Machinery winning as, or Daniel Bryan and Rowan as the heels they are just going in and walking out. It's something that they've been doing too, or just sliding away to where Heavy Machinery has to fight someone else. So, Daniel Bryan and Rowan for me. We have the Cruiserweight Championship match as well. We have Tony Nese versus Akira Tozawa and versus Drew Gulak. I love Drew Gulak. Tony Nese is champion. Very surprising. He won that at WrestleMania. Give me Drew. It's Drew's time. I want Gulak. Give me Gulak. We have Xavier Woods and Big E versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. We have uh, that match. I, I think Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn wins. Uh, it's another heel ma- healed people that can win. Plus, there's no Kofi Kingston outside. He might come out there, but you never know. He might be out there for that match. But I'm going Kevin Owens to Sami Zayn. I love this is gonna be my physically my favorite match probably on the card. Something I will actually watch. I'm I'm a huge fan of the New Day. I'm a huge fan of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Give me Kevin Owens to Sami Zayn for this one. Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. The feud that will never end because of Shane McMahon. Roman Reigns is going to win. Shane McMahon is going to Well, actually, no. I feel like Drew McIntyre will win to make sure. Or, I don't know. The way they're building Shane right now is he's the best in the world, of course, which he's not. That's CM Punk. They're having it, this little work out. But Roman Reigns, they, they're trying to put him as big as possible. I know I said last time they're trying to put the championship, the WWE championship, take it away from Kofi and put it on Shane and have Roman Reigns win to make Shane look like this person that can't be beat, but Roman Reigns is going to do it. That's how I envision this. So, I got Roman Reigns on this one. So, that's what all the matches so far, unless they add something to it, of WWE Stomping Grounds, as we're going to transition on as that was our WWE part. SCU! One of my favorite gimmicks so far, favorite tag team factions, I guess you want to say that, is SCU from AEW, Kazarian, Christopher Daniels, and Scorpio Sky. As this is uh, uh, the hard-hitting guys, these guys have been wrestling forever, except for Scorpio Sky. Frankie Kazarian and Christopher Daniels have 20-plus years in the wrestling business. But we're going to talk a little bit more about AEW and what has happened as I listened to a podcast the other day was the Stone Cold podcast, and he had Tony Khan on it. Tony Khan's the the president, CEO, 
pretty much the the guy paying for it, the guy pulling the strings strings almost, except if it's the executive vice president, such as the Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes. But Tony Khan is the guy, the planner, the money maker for AEW. As uh, he's on, he was on Stone Cold's podcast, and he was quoted saying, "We're going to be doing a tag team tournament that's going to have some of the greatest tag team matches ever on TV. It's going to be the main focus of our TV. There will be teams competing to get the first round by in the tournament, which is a big deal. We'll have some of the best tag teams in wrestling competing for our tag team championship coming in the fall." As uh, he's also in the thing said that he's not going to hide anything like, oh, we'll do a special announcement that there's going to be women's thing. No, he actually said on Stone Cold's podcast there's going to be women's tag team titles and also the main title, of course, we've already seen for the women's. But I like what they're doing with AEW, the tag team aspect. I'm a huge tag team uh, guy as uh, I'm a little bit of a nerd when it comes to wrestling. I do video game uh, e-feds, which is very fun, OCW, check it out. Um, I may, I'm dabbling in a little bit other uh, side stuff as well, but with wrestling, tag team is something that I've thoroughly enjoyed, as it's something that sparks my interest a lot, and that's what's going to help right here, because tag team wrestling, is, it's, it's, it's a lot more complicated than singles wrestling, because instead of the one person, you have that team aspect, and a team is always better than a solo-type run, that's just in my opinion, and my I mean, you all have your own opinions. Uh, let me know what you guys think about tag team wrestling and what you guys think of it. AEW also had a TV update to where it's going to be having two-hour weekly shows. They're also going to be going on as well, which two-hour shows, perfect timing. Perfect for wrestling. That's why I like SmackDown so much on WWE side. Uh, I enjoy it a lot. Uh, two hours is probably the, uh, the right time. And now, Tony Khan also said... They're not going to be having a, what's it called? Not going to be having a, uh, um, so like you see, it's it's hard. Because for WWE, always has house shows in between regular live TV tapings and they're on the road 300 days of the year. 300 days out of 365 days of the year. As that puts a toll on talents and superstars. What Tony Khan wanted to do was, Implement it to where WWE can just do that, but AEW is going to have, okay, we're going to have our TV tapings once a week, our live TV tapings, and possibly have a house show, just one house show a week. So they can get to your, the, the, and that's going to be able to give their guys talent, the talent on the on AEW on their roster, they can work independent dates if they want to, they can do all that. It's like a much of a freedom control to where, Yes, I may be on the lucrative AEW, but if I want to go to an independent wrestling promotion such as in Kansas City with KCXW, they can just say, hey, got it here. How about you come and work there? That is not bad. That's not bad at all. That's actually pretty good for the wrestlers, and it also saves them in the long run, and and they can do their little workouts. They even look better when it comes to TV time, but I do like what AEW is doing with that sort of aspect. Tony Khan knows what he's doing. He wants to protect his wrestlers he, he's a guy that doesn't want nobody hurt, and I like that. And he's just helping them out in the long run. And but there's only one thing that AEW did do that blocked something that okay, you can't have. Say you're on AEW, you can't go on New Japan and be on live shows for New J- New Japan Pro Wrestling, such as with John Moxley. But so before that, New Japan Pro Wrestling is having the G1. G1 matches so far this year are going to be amazing. 
they're always amazing. Uh, about seven of these matches that happen are going to be the best matches this entire year. That's what usually happens. Dave Meltzer is going to review it to where all these matches may be four stars, five stars, or may throw out there be a six-star match in there as well. You never, you never know. But there's two blocks this year with all the, the talent that's in it with superstars. In block A, you have Kota Ibushi versus Kenta. Shutsuka Okada versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. Will Ospreay versus Lance Archer. Evil versus Bad Luck Fale. Sonata versus Zack Sabre Jr. In the block B, you have uh, Tyru Yorno versus John Moxley. I screwed that up. Sorry. It's Tyru Yano versus John Moxley. Then we have Taichi versus Jay White. Jeff Cobb versus Shingo Tiger. Juice Robinson versus Tetsuya Naito. Tamahiro Ishii versus Hiroki Goto is the final match as well on Block B. This all is going to be starting in Dallas on July 6th. Yes, Dallas, Texas, July 6th will have professional wrestling from New Japan. As this, I think this is their second. As my, uh, from my knowledge, this is their second, as I know that they did a match, I believe it was in California, last year. As, uh, as that, so New Japan trying to venture off into the WWE territory of wrestling, which is not really the WWE territory. It's Dallas. There's no, there's you can't have a stronghold on anything because you have independent promotions. Then you have that. I mean, of course, independent promotions don't have much money to okay have the money size of WWE. So WWE doesn't have total control. I, Cody Rhodes said it right. Was WWE doesn't own professional wrestling. We all own professional wrestling, which that perfect sentence and a perfect way to end today in the podcast but with AEW one of the things they did was block John Moxley from wrestling in that New Japan in Dallas, Texas which that's okay. If he's over in Japan they're going to let him go. And the same with Chris Jericho Chris Jericho is going to have matches there as well but that will do it here for this podcast. I know there's some stuff I wanted to get into that I didn't really get as such as more on comedy wrestling but we'll have that for next time so one thing I also want to get to is independent wrestling. Kansas City here and Kansas City has KX, KCXW, excuse me, and they're going to be starting up in September once again with their shows as right now they're doing all training and stuff. But for this, what I want this podcast to do is grow. I want it to hit a, not a national thing, at least hit it on a local area and be broadcasted out. But... I want to have some guys. I know a few people from KCXW who train, and uh, so I might get them on a podcast so you get to talk, listen to and talk to independent wrestlers, what their journeys are so far throughout their young careers or even long careers. Because we're going to be hearing some of the guys, some of the top guys from KCXW, or even the people who just joined in. So that's what I'm looking forward to and trying to adventure out as well to try to get a hold of guys that are overseas as well. I have one. I believe, I know I have, in fact, one person lined up to do a podcast with me. And he's going to be very fun. He's from Scotland. So he uh, the one of the recent passings of uh, Lionheart. I believe he actually been in the ring with them. Not 100% sure on that, but we'll figure that out too when we actually record that podcast. But actually, might come on. Come on soon. I want to try to get that interview done with relatively soon. He's a good friend of mine. But that will do it for this uh, slam time. As always, I'm Kramer Sansone. And, of course, you always have a wonderful day.